Reality used to be a friend of mine. Cause complete control, I don't take too kind. Christina Applegate, you gotta put me on. Guess whose piece of the cake is Jack Dawn? She broke her wishbone, I wish for a sign. I told her whispers in my heart were fine. What did she think she could do? I feel for her, I really do. And I stared at that ring finger on her hand. I wanted her to be a big PM Dawn fan. But I had to put her right back with the rest. That's the way it goes, I guess. Baby, you sent me. Baby, you sent me. Set adrift on memory bliss of you. You must forgive me for that assault on your eardrums. And anyone that's been tuning into this podcast must be thinking, what's this Charles McKenzie, uh, your host, uh, doing? Is he trying to take a crash course in how to lose listeners? Uh, But no, uh, this is just me. And it's me, actually. uh, And the method of my madness, okay, is, is I'm here to talk to you about Christina Applegate, the American actor, okay? Now, Christina Applegate... Uh, that was a, a song you just heard that I tried to, I sang the lyrics of uh, from PM Dawn. Do you remember that uh, cover? It was a cover of the Spandau Ballet song, True. Do you remember that? And um, I might do that again. True. Yeah, I used to do that when I was a kid, when that Spandau Ballet song came out in the early 80s. And uh, I used to do it around the dinner table and all that kind of thing. <laughs> and so in the early 90s, when PM Dawn, this uh, American pop group, um, basically put out uh, a, a cover, but it was, uh, you know, with their own lyrics, own, own rap stuff. And it had uh, those lyrics about Christina Applegate. Well, of course, Christina Applegate was in a hit comedy sitcom, TV sitcom in the early 90s called Married With Children. And um, I used to watch that and I found it very funny, as did, uh, of course, people around the world. But in that early 90s, um, you know, this song by PM Dawn came out. And I think it's, um, you know, Christina Applegate, you got to put me on. And I was a young man at that time. Okay. my, You know, I, I basically, uh, you know, I, I was, I've always been on the sidelines in, in a way, not always participated in life, but um, I've had glimpses of it. And uh, I used to go to pubs and nightclubs and things like that and uh, do all the things that young people, uh, you know, have a couple of beers, all that kind of stuff. But um, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't really... And if you listen to my previous emotional podcast or join her adventure where I'm bawling a little bit, yeah, that was some of the pain that's come from my youth, basically, because I've been locked here in this uh, this contaminated blood battle, the, the battle for justice. You know, people like me are not known. There's tens of thousands of us around Australia, but we're, we're invisible to our own nation because no one here knows about the deadliest medical scandal in our history, which is contaminated blood. So I'd be basically, you know, an observer more or less for all of my life, uh, not fully participating in things. So I'd watch other young people dancing and I'd listen to the music. And I I distinctly remember my best friend, actually, who sent me an article uh, uh, recently, um, which is to do with Christina Applegate. And and it's why I'm recording this podcast today, okay? But I remember my best friend and I here in Sydney going around these pubs and I'd hear this 
this song in the background, uh, Christina Applegate, you got to put me on. And I would laugh every time. What does that mean? <laughs> does it mean that she's really, um, you know, sexy and attractive or something and uh, you'd like to go on a date with her or whatever? Well, Christina Applegate really was considered, you know, an incredibly, and still is, an incredibly attractive woman. And when you're a young man, of course, uh, you remember your celebrities of the day. And uh, she is definitely someone that was imprinted on my memory as sort of a um, the epitome of youth and uh, being attractive. And I think uh, also uh, she'd be a good actor as well, obviously, uh, with a long career behind her. So recently, if you heard those emotional podcasts I just did, um, it was about me realising that the dream that I had when I was a young man, a kid, basically, was to expose, fully expose Australia's deadliest medical scandal, get justice for survivors and their loved ones, okay, while they're still alive, and walk away able-bodied, okay? Well, just recently, I've, I've really, you know, I've, I've wisened up and just, uh, you know, decided to stop deluding myself and live in truth, okay? I'm not going to be able to get my dream. I'm not walking away able-bodied. I've got uh, quite a few things going wrong. And uh, my, uh, you know, uh, I recently decided, well, you know, I, one of the things about me is I love walking, I really, I love it. It's, um, it's something that uh, my mind enjoys very much. It's just part of me. It's always been part of me. And I developed problems walking a couple of years ago uh, due to a bunch of problems, which I've explained in detail in this uh, podcast, uh, bone marrow signaling problems, a neck problem, which affects my nerves, um, um, hepatitis C, you know, all of this stuff combined to me finding that I'm a bit wobbly on my legs at times. And uh, I have to take enormous amounts of cannabis, okay, to, to try and coordinate my body. It costs me like 200 bucks a day to not be like a mad cow's disease person so I can look normal. And that's put a lot of pressure over me in the last three years because um, I've had to pour thousands of dollars of, uh, money, of cannabis into me to appear normal and do these videos for Infected Blood Australia to encourage people to support our campaign for a raw commission into our nation's deadliest medical scandal, right? But to do those videos at infectedbloodaustralia.com or you can go and see us on Instagram or Twitter, right, I had to actually take a lot of cannabis to appear normal. And that's when I uh, meet people socially. That's what I have to do. So they don't really get to see I'm an illusion, okay? Yeah. And I've been that way for many years. And I think it confuses people because they, they think I'm really well and think, wow, he's, uh, he's talking about tainted blood. And he, he looks, um, you know, some people have told me I look younger than, than, than uh, my age of 50. And uh, yeah, he looks well or whatever. But they don't get to see what I hide. And so what's happened is um, the cannabis, uh, I'm needing more and more and more, and I'm getting caught out. Uh, you know, my arms start shaking in public and things like that, and people realise, wow, there's something real weird with this guy, really wrong. No, it's just that uh, I'm becoming more disabled. And so uh, my best friend who was there with me as we did the uh, going around the pubs and the nightclubs in the uh, early 1990s and uh, hearing songs like uh, PM Dawn, sent me an article, okay? So I was feeling very emotional. I basically broke down live, not live, but, you know, on podcast. And, uh, yeah, I was just, it's more or less accepting, you know, that the, the dream ending that you'd wanted all this time, it's just times, things have moved on. You know, I, I thought I'd walk away able-bodied. I thought I might start over and maybe get married or something like that. And I'm 50 and, like, time's moved on. I'm not, it's not PM Dawn early 90s anymore, okay? The, the people have... The, the, the moment's gone, you know, I, I realise that, and uh, I need to accept the new moment, which is getting on, okay, getting on with this, getting on with my disability, and instead of having pipe dreams, actually realising 
I'm going to dedicate what's left of my life to finishing Australia's biggest medical cover-up, okay? I'm going to do it for Australia. I'm going to do it for mates of mine in my group and Infected Blood Australia, okay? But my best friend sends me this article. Now, I'll put a link to it in the show notes at joinhighadventure.com.au and it's Christina. It's from the Daily Mail newspaper and it's Christina Applegate, 50, reflects on 40-pound weight gain and her devastating decline in mobility that's left her unable to walk without a cane following MS diagnosis and why she was determined to finish the final season of Dead of Me. And the article goes on, Christina Applegate revealed she has gained 40 pounds since being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and now struggles to walk without the support of a cane. The 50-year-old actress who shared her diagnosis in August 2021 reflected on the difficulties she experienced while filming in the final series of her Netflix show Dead to Me amid her battle. This is the first time anyone's going to see me that the way I am. I put on 40 pounds. I can't walk without a cane. I want people to know that I'm very aware of all of that, she said in an interview. Applegate was diagnosed with MS while in production of the final season of the show, which took a five-month break so she could begin her treatment. Okay, multiple sclerosis is a disease in which the immune system eats away at the protected covering of the nerves and interrupts the flow of information between the brain and the body. Okay, and um, so that is the article which you can find in the show notes. And um, I'll just leave you with this thing that Christina says. She says, the actress added that there is no better and said, I'm never going to accept this. I'm pissed. Well, there you go. Look at that candor. Now, you know, when my friend sent me this, uh, it makes you realise that we're all human. And I feel very sorry for Christina Applegate, as I've mentioned, you know, this beacon of youth and, uh, you know, attractiveness. And now she's had this weight gain, which is, of course, very difficult for all of us, isn't it? But especially for someone who's been renowned as an attractive woman, she still is, in my opinion. Of course she is. But uh, perhaps not to, you know, the same market that that uh, she appealed to before based on her youthful looks, perhaps, or her uh, physical vitality. Now, this is uh, a clearly a, a, a middle-aged lady who's disabled. And I, I admire her for her, 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 her candour. Um, instead of sugarcoating it, she said, I'm pissed. Instead of what we normally hear is, oh, I've, it's, you know, it's, I've learnt new things and I've grown as a, a person and so on. And that's great too. And those people perhaps have, great. But there's also those of us who, who, who are a bit, a bit frustrated and, uh, yeah, we, we don't sugarcoat it. So we want people to know it's, you know, it's, not, it's no, no picnic. And so um, Christina has, uh, I saw that uh, she uh, tweeted out a, a thing to a walking stick company that makes uh, attractive walking sticks, fashionable, uh, you know, innovative walking sticks. And that's interesting because I've been a bit self-conscious and recently I've decided, you know, I don't always need a walking stick. The reason for it is sometimes my legs can just go without a lot of warning, right? Or sometimes the cannabis in my system, okay, can just run out and I just drop to the floor. So I am going to invest in a walking stick. I've been laying off for ages, but there's a link for any of you out there. Uh, if you're into, like me, you want to, something a bit better as a walking stick because, you, you know, you're a bit self-conscious maybe. Neo Walk Sticks is a company I'm looking at and I'm going to, leave a, a, a link to them and I'll just say, uh, do a shout out, my first shout out 
on Join High Adventure, the podcast that's about surviving healthcare. I'll do a shout out to Neo Walksticks. Hey, Neo Walksticks, could you could you give us one of your walksticks or give us a discount? I'm Australia's infected blood campaigner, and I'm I'm about to expose. We're, we're getting close to exposing, you know, as, as the biggest medical scandal in history that's affected a lot of people and made them disabled. I'd love the use of one of your sticks. I think it could be good marketing for you. Drop me a line at cm at joinhighadventure.com.au. And you, if you're listening, please drop me a line too. I'd love to hear from you. Do you have multiple sclerosis? Do you know, two years ago during this COVID pandemic, I was denied an MRI because I hadn't had one of these terrible injections, these COVID injections. And the reason I hadn't had one is I didn't want to be killed because I suspected I had an autoimmune condition or something. You know, I had something wrong with me. I was walking around like mad cow's disease. And I thought, hmm, before being experimented on, I think I'd like to get a specialist opinion about what I've actually got. Maybe get a diagnosis, you know, because there's something really wrong with me. But of course, I was refused care at Royal Prince Alfred here in Sydney, uh, Camperdown. And I've explained that on this show. Okay, so I'm not going to bore you with more of that. But they thought for a while there, my GP, who was very frustrated by the fact that I couldn't get an MRI, uh, he thought I might have multiple sclerosis uh, or dementia. Now, eventually I did get MRI. I went to a different hospital, St. Vincent's, thank goodness, that uh, didn't discriminate against me like RPA did. RPA will face up to that in court in a future time, I can assure you, on a number of things. They're a terrible, terrible hospital. Um, but basically I got the uh, the scan done and it told me, you know, the reason for my disability, I've got a problem with my neck. It's interfering with uh, function a problem with my bone marrow that's also interfering with function, and I have a, a, a vasculitis, a, 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 an inflammation of the blood vessels, which is very bloody painful. It's called cryoglobulinemia. I pronounced it, pronounced it correctly then. So it's all getting a bit much for me, you know, and I'm also at the same time right now, I'm trying to get rid of my lifelong hepatitis C, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to do that. I'm doing it using alternative and natural means, right? And if I do clear this virus, I'll be sharing the evidence for you to see, because I don't want Big Pharma involved. No, I've seen that co- those companies kill so many people. I'm not saying that their new Hepsi antiviral treatments are bad for everyone else. No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying I don't want them to touch me. And what I'm also saying is, is that, you know, I have accepted my situation. I've been an illusion for a long time, looking well to do videos for Infected Blood Australia, but it costs enormous amounts of cannabis. And last episode, I I broke down and asked for people to, if they could help me survive by making a donation. I didn't even get one. I don't even know if anyone listens to this show. I think we get 10,000 downloads, but I think people probably listen for a couple of minutes or something. I'm too ill and too busy fighting this war to expose Australia's biggest cover-up and these monsters that, you know, knowingly send out tainted blood to patients, right, to check on these things. But yeah, I do need your help. If you are listening out there, even $5, $10, anything at all, because if I run out of this medicine, right, I'm run out of the capacity to talk, move and operate, and my whole world finishes, and very likely the justice, the cause for justice for Infected Blood Australia. So please, if you can, please help me. And also, if you can, can you you forgive me for uh, my singing at the... (laughs) I did say at the beginning of Join High Adventure, I'm a man of many voices and and, uh, crazy things like that. But uh, yeah, Christina Applegate, you got to put me on. That used to make me laugh a lot in the early 90s. And um, all I can say is uh, what an attractive woman, what a great actor, and I wish her the very best. And and she's actually helped me. I'm very sorry to hear about her disability, but uh, her candor helped me. You know, these things happen to all of us, even the biggest stars, you know. 
And so um, I'm going to get on with it. I'm going to live in truth and, and stop uh, uh, being an illusion. I'm uh, going to get on with being a disabled man. Thank you for listening.